Triple M Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Time for the casting of the pods. 04841045 if you'd like to get in touch. Why are they called podcasts? iPod. Ah. And a cast broad, one of them. broadcast. It's oh, an iPod yeah. broadcast. I what, assume. What will come next? Poo, After this, a poo next to O in there. Yeah. AI will take over. Yeah. Robots enslave us all. Like AI, AI could probably. Can we bring up this tomorrow? AI. That's could, the next industrial revolution, right? AI. I don't know. Yeah. Are you a futurist? What I've heard. Funny though, how everyone thought it'd do away with you know the blue collar jobs. No, no, no. Builders more important than ever. It's going to do blue away with lawyers, anyway. yeah. solicitors. It's yeah. actually the white collar people. Weather forecasters on weekend no, TV. We'll need them. Economists. AI ain't accountants. doing a, hey, it ain't doing a dog on a skateboard, mate. Come the on. only thing it won't get rid of, and I knew this years ago, is people who actually build things. Correct. It's a, the reverse of what people Especially thought. if you renovate houses, you'll ne- they'll never get rid of Warehouse them. workers. Yeah, get Ooh, rid of them. Have you yeah. seen the AI in um, Amazon? Oh, oh, They're yeah. big warehouses. Incredible. The in digital stuff is unreal. Uber drivers, eventually. Well, and, everything will become autonomous. Yeah, well, who wants to, honestly? Electric vehicles to, will take over. Who wants mm. to do that shit? Mm. Like, if you can, imagine if you lived on the Goldie, you had to work in Brizzy, and a gym came and picked you up on wheels. And on the highway, you could work out in the back of it, and it just drove itself. Get a workout in. How much? Shower work. Anyway. I do like driving. I don't, no, I don't. You know. Yeah. But other people don't like you driving. It's very intimidating. <laughs> but the Jetsons will happen. Like, we'll all mm. be whizzing around, and, the, and you go, oh, they'll smash into each other. No, because of the GPS locators on these things, no one will ever, Senses. there'll never be a crash again in the whole history of the world. But it's not even will they smash into each other. Will they smash into each other less than we do? That's the benchmark. Yes. So our grandkids will be like, did you used to drive? Yeah. Was it carnage? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. Easter we had a game where we try and kill less people than the last, than year. last year. Do you know, and just on that, do you know the um, Queensland road tolls down by eight at, from last year? Eight people in total? There's 252 have died this year. This day last year, 260. So we're getting better at this driving thing. Mm. Good. Must be all those cameras that are in place. Yeah, they're good. Well, they? and Saving also, lives. Margot's been slowed down as well. Yeah, but got one Before we finish this show for the year, can I just tell you who I hate more than anyone else? Yeah. Spur. Oh, yeah. Do you still owe them $10,652 million? Yep, I'm paying them off at $100 a week. Marto's debt is bigger and than the debt of Australia. Well, I went to say 10000 and then million. was like, that's not enough. I need to 10, go up million. million. 10000 million. I made a few errors in judgment. Um, <laughs> but but some of that's your son. And it's been you've a been stung it, with it because yeah. you let it lapse in no, your but name. The car was in my name at yeah. that stage, and, and you didn't correct it, and now you're stuck with it. Well, I didn't even live there. But, but you didn't, did you tell him he moved? I don't know. They're details when you move. Do you tell everyone that you moved? Yeah. You, you haven't got any surprise. You only moved three I did the Australia ago. Post reroute thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's right. And then each time I'd get a letter with yeah. the re-stick it on it, because yeah. I had my old address, I would then contact them to say, hey, we've but moved. A year, that only goes for a year. I forgot to redirect Marta, it for another Marta, year. There was a flyer drop when she moved. 
Welcome to the neighbourhood. Yeah, literally. Yeah. The real estate agent were like, hey, welcome, Corey and Margaret, to the neighbourhood. <laughs> That's asshole behaviour. They now live in Daisy Hill at this house. Mm. Oh, okay, right. Dan Thank Murphy's you, stalkers. Did, Dan Murphy's welcomed mm. me when I moved. With what? Cirrhosis? <laughs> no, with a, a gout. account. Do you, want, do you want to redirect your account? <laughs> anyway. The boss has gout. Oh, we talk, he's we very there? sensitive about it. His foot period, Yeah, we're calling it, because he's on period medication for it. Yeah. So we want to get him a... What do we want to get him to insert in there, Marto, to help? Penis? No. <laughs> a topon. Don't topon. Oh, topon. Come on, mate. We're going to work Come now. On. Chemistry. Okay, okay. Let's do it again. Cut that bit out. Okay. That one, no one will hear that. Yeah, no. what, are they, what are we going to insert in there, Marto, to stop it? Penis? <laughs> Penis. Oh, Triple M breakfast. Guys, I was driving past a, uh, a truck on the road the other day and it caught my eye because its name, the business name was Dr. Poo. P-O-O-H, and it was a oh. liquid waste removal truck. Oh, as in a septic and... Septic and, and whatnot. Pumping. But their, um, the name on the back of uh, the truck, it had a little slogan underneath it, and it said, we pump what politicians preach. Oh, that's good. And I was like, well played. That have you, have is you got the clever. Pla- have I've got you the, taken got a photo video. of the truck? I, I took a video of that's it. Fine. It was resting on my cradle, and I just pressed record and got a little video of it. But, yeah, Dr. Pooh, we pump what uh, politicians, politicians preach. Yeah. Want to go political? You could have gone. You dump. We pump. He's down the Gold Coast. It's a double five number. Excuse oh, good. What a champion! I'm going to ring him and say, "Well done, son." And I thought oh, I got a job for you. We've yeah. done it before. One triple three five three. Punny business names like we got Simon Salmon Plumbing. John, your mate oh, Salmon. Who he makes so many punny. What do you call it? Plays puns. on puns oh, in oh, his business and his advertising when he when he's here at Triple M. Right, the one I love most in Brisbane is you come down Stafford Road from east. Oh, either way, but on Stafford Road there. There's the Codfather. It's a fish and chip fish shop. Fish and chip, that's ripper. People must have a couple of beers and they've just named their business these great names. On Hawk and Drive, when I was in uni, there's a fish mm. and chip place called, I don't know if you'd get away with this now, Assault what? and Battery. Well, there was a lady oh, up in Northern Queensland. Assault, as in assault. That's Northern good. Queensland, who people were protesting because she was the battered wife. Oh, that's right. Um, and oh, she, yeah. yeah. She had a, she ran a fish and chip shop, but she was actually a victim of domestic violence. And so oh. she did that Not to so bring funny. awareness to domestic yeah. violence because people got talking about it, and she's like, no, actually, I'm a victim. Isn't it funny when people are more offended than the actual victim? Than the actual person. Like, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah. it easy, I'm like, trying to help. No, no, They're no. like, no, I'm offended for yeah. you. Yeah, the battered wife, battered fish. I, I, I'm playing into that. That's the whole point. Get it, India. Indian restaurant. Indian, yeah, yeah, Thai, Tannic, Thai places. Thai's always Hold good. On, wasn't they? there one, a hairdresser, hair today, gone tomorrow? Yeah, Tame yeah. that mane. Tame that mane. Oh, hairdressers are good at it. Hairdressers and Thai restaurants, are they the best? Well, let's find out. One triple three five three. punny business names. Chris in Moray Field. What do you got, mate? Uh, I've got a couple if I can. Yeah. One is out of Flameland. It's a business called Wet Dreams Aquatics. It's an aquarium. Oh, nice. Wet, Wet Dreams and Aquatics. Yeah. Very clever. What's the other one, Chris? Oh, thanks, okay, idiot. You're, you're going to give I him another barely, go? I can yeah, hear him. Go again, mate. Up in Gippy, you've got the adult shop called the G-Spot, and their slogan is, you finally found it. Oh, nice. The G spot. You finally found it for those who can't hit Chris's phone. Tom Need the directions Gap. to what, get there. What business is it, Tom? What's its name? Oh, my career in plumbing services, but the old man retired after 60 years this year um, up the Sunshine Coast. But he's, uh, he's had the exact same slogan on his business card for the last 60 years. Okay. Which uh, is? He's hung up the plunger this year. But um, in our business, the flush beats the full house. Oh, nice. Oh, good That's one. Nice. Poker pun. I like it. Peter and Parkinson. 
one, two, hey guys, three. How you going? Oh, nice phone finally, Peter. Funny <laughs> businesses, Peter. What's what have you Mate, seen? I was, uh, I was having a beer out at Gundawindi in the railway hotel, and they had some oh. beer coasters. And uh, I'm pretty sure the company was Gundawindi Turf, and the slogan was "The Grass for Your Joint." Oh, <laughs> nice! The Triple R, the Railway Royal. What is it? The Royal Railway Reserve, I think. What a hotel it is! The Debbie. Grass for Your Joint. Debbie's well rumba down. Well what have you seen? Yeah. Honey businesses. In Darwin, there was a bait supplier called Master Baits. Oh, that'll do me. <laughs> I keep love that. Very catchy. So clever. I'm hesitant to say keep it coming after that. Oh, keep, on the burner one. phone, but on the burner phone, <laughs> keep them Keep rolling. them coming. Oh, okay. One, triple, three, five, keep three, them or oh, four, eight, four, ten, one, oh, four, five. Triple M breakfast. Oh, some of the greatest fat shaming I've ever seen on TV last night, Margaret. Oh, no, what What's happened? That? You know, uh, what, did well, you see it, right? Is this fat you. club at the Broncos? No, at the uh, Dolphins. Oh, at the Dolphins. And who's yeah. in charge? Broncos. The man who invented the fat club is Wayne Bennett, the skinniest man in Australia. So, which is ironical. But mm. you remember Big Val Meninga, Val, oh, Valance yeah, Val Tafare, yeah. the Kiwi, came over from New Zealand. He came over here. When Wayne spotted him, apparently, he was 114 k's. He came back to training the other day. He was 125 k's. In fact, he How came... How Oh, he'd only be 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. He's a unit. He's an absolute unit. He's a big bopper. He'd be a two chicken a day man. <laughs> you know what Did I mean? Did someone say KFC? I don't. Two chicken a sitting, I think you'll find. All right. Now Five sittings. It wasn't pretty. Wayne, apparently... <laughs> he, he started back at training. He must love his food because he started back at training. He put on another four kilos after the first training. <laughs> I week. think Val knows. No. If Val's listening now, he knows. He's a big front rower, though, he's isn't big, he? What's his he's what a position centre. does he play? Oh. <laughs> his only advantage, he... he He's great when he's smashing into people, but, gee, some of these nippy little players don't have much Get trouble. Oh, his lateral movement's not real good. <laughs> anyway, so Wayne sorted him out. I'll oh, read the first article in the first few weeks. Master coach Wayne Bennett has revealed Dolphins cult figure Valance Tafare has been sent to a personal boot camp oh. in a last-ditch bid to save his NRL career, as they were telling us on the news last night. The career of Valence Tafare is at the crossroads wow. right now. The Dolphins have taken the drastic step of banishing him from training until he improves his fitness. Banishing, banishing. is such a rough it's word. Like they've cast a spell on him from Harry when, Potter. When Wayne was at the Broncos mm. um, and they'd come back for pre-season training, oh. he'd always do a boot camp. Remember yeah. he'd do those army camps? Mm. He'd take him out yeah. in the middle of Corey State. They'd go out in the middle of nowhere. his heart up the coast. And they'd have those SAS guys mm. come in and just take <laughs> these. They made them, them hunt down a chicken once. They got in a bunch of trouble. <laughs> Remember that? They had to they had to catch a chicken with their bare hands mm. one time. Did someone say KFC? Yeah. <laughs> Pluck it and everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> and eat it. Wayne, it. Wayne's not happy, as revealed. Wayne Bennett and the fitness staff were unhappy with the condition Tafare returned in for pre-season, and it's not the first time. He was also out of shape this time last year as well. Oh, the shaming. <laughs> it's like he's a fat bastard all his life. Beauty yeah. comes in all different oh. shapes and sizes, all right? Yeah, there it is. Here's the uh, the explosive Senate finished the season under 25 kilograms, and after putting on four kilograms during one weekend, that's... That's a quadruple chicken weekend. It's got to be. Uh, uh, he ate the bones too. He needs to do something like start smoking. How do you take off weight? There's diet pills. The halftime vape. Ozempic. Kevin. Uh, oh, get, get him, him off. Ozempic. Get him a sleeve. Here's the ultimatum. 
club have given him an ultimatum mm. that this is his last chance to prove that he's committed to being a professional footballer. Tafare mm. played 12 games last year, scoring six tries, including that memorable double on debut during Magic Round. Mm. You know Chopper Burgess, don't you, Mark Chopper Burgess? Yeah. That's who they've sent him. Oh, gosh. Poor bastard. He's I'd, I'd rather cut a leg off. I've got a solution. I, don't, I think we should stop shaming these fellas, embrace them. We need another team. So for the Broncos, it'll be oh. the Clydesdales. It'll be the big boys. You've got the Dolphins. You'd oh. have... The Wales. Wales. The Wales. The Wales. The Wales. Yeah, to have oh, the big boys God, play yeah. there. Stop shaming them. Give them their own bloody and team. And just play. The field's only 10 metres wide, so all you do all day is just bang it up. Just run it straight. Like that earth ball challenge where everyone's in those big <laughs> With Jared Wallace and the team, though, they'd be oh. the sperm whales, wouldn't they? <laughs> Why isn't he in the fat bin? Advertising is an interesting thing. We play ads here on the radio and we hope that they're ads directed at things that our audience will be interested in. Geez, they're catchy, aren't they, sometimes? Hello. Frankly, only Franklin will do. Advertising's fine if it's something you're interested in. I'm okay with that. And also, I like when ads are clever. Gambling companies notoriously have really clever ads. And Sports they bet. Yeah, okay. uh, uh, just give them a wrap. They're incredible. Mm-hmm. Mates Pike at the races. And Alfie Langer. Yeah, they're good. Take them up, boys. Yeah, Need right. some height. Points good bet. Ad. Points bet was so catchy. We are we awarding here. the ad? Of, are we awarding the ad of the year? Well, I think Ricky Gervais has won it. He's just put an ad out for a vodka brand, and he's still got it. But let me play you Conor McGregor's good. Irish whiskey ad. Conor McGregor, the MMA fighter. It used to be. This is just dull to me. I want to give this to the world as, as a gift from myself and from Ireland. This is who I am. I am an Irishman. A true Irishman. You're selling. Oh, play, it's not really a gift. Play, like, play you're going to charge people 50 bucks for it. It's not a gift. If it was a gift, he'd give it to us all for free. <laughs> He's true. charging quite That's a bit of money. He's charging lots of money for it. Ricky Gervais, one of my favourite comedians of all time. Genius. So he, clever. He knows how to do it properly. Hi, I'm Ricky Gervais, and I am thrilled to announce that I am now the proud co owner of Ella's Farm Distillery, and we make Dutch Barn Vodka. It's made from British apples. We're committed to sustainability and the protection of the ecosystem. And the best bit is, this could literally make me hundreds of millions. So please buy it. Yeah. Sure, like all strong liquor, it may damage your liver and your well-being, but think how happy it will make me and the saving the planet thing. He's still got it. He's, He's brilliant. still got it. He's, He's got wonderful. Honesty. I saw your rum ad the other night, Mardo, and that was a good one too. I like that. My what? The rum, the... Um, my rum ad. The ad you made for your rum. All right, have, you, have you seen his rum? I'd, maybe. We're playing them on Triple M. Have you not? Oh, I haven't oh, heard you them. Silly. No, I can... I'll find it. Hang on. I'll find it. It's, what are you up to? Your rum ad. I don't know anything yeah, I've about it. I've got it. I've got it Hello. My name is Greg Martin. People know that I like to drink rum. Because I am the rum lord. I have a new brand of rum called... Rum lord. I would like you to buy this rum because I have a buy one, get one free sale on right now. That is, if you buy one, I get one free. Because I am the rum lord. (laughs) Thank you. Peanut. Uh, Available in six packs. (laughs) Harley Breen. His humour ain't clean With his handlebar moustache He looks mean It's Harley Breen Boom! G'day, legends! Not just a handlebar moustache, but hair that will rival Thor. Chris oh. Hemsworth. Hair for, mm. hair for days. Hair for days. You're I don't growing know what it I'm intentionally? Doing. 
I, I'm, I'm doing nothing intentionally, oh. including <laughs> being here. I just stumbled past on a There's Thursday. There's not a role coming up that you need long hair for or anything. Oh. Let's go with that. Yeah, It'll okay. make you sound good. Hey, I'll go Are with something. We're, yeah. we're just talking about first time driving. Yes. And before you came in, we figured that you probably drove in the womb. <laughs> yeah, I drove out in a Kingswood. That's how I was born. <laughs> handle this mum. I drove very young. Um, we but, figured but, you would have. But I, so I grew up in the city, as my uh, country uh, uh, cousins would say. Um, I grew up in Bundaberg, so they called us the, the city family. Family. Yeah, yeah, we'd go out to Gainder. Do you know Gainder? Yeah, yeah. The Gay Pack Mandarins, one of the greatest product names in Australia, Gay Pack Mandarins. They yeah. also have the biannual Orange Festival, and without any sense of irony whatsoever, their mascot is called Gay Dan the Orange Man, which is lovely. So they have, wow. a, they have a bi festival, and they've got a gay mascot. <laughs> gay Dan. They were Incredible. ahead of the curve Hold on. years ago. You've got, they, they got your first low. ambassadorship. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I drove the farm ute. Um, I'd just uh, drive the farm ute around when I was 12. Hit, just, hit anything? Oh, yeah, you'd try to, yeah. as much as you could, usually your brother, <laughs> try and get out of the way. But then, you know, you'd imagine if you start driving at 12, you'd become quite handy at yeah, the art that, form of driving of a course. vehicle. And uh, took me three times to get that licence. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you, no. In Bundaberg? Even I got no, my no, licence. I, I was down in Brisbane. I, I thought the uh, orange light was a suggestion. Um, <laughs> during the test. If to you feel speed like up. stopping, maybe. Yeah. 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 And then the light went green, I was turning right, and another guy was, um, the other lane was on the other side were coming towards me and they just didn't go. They were just, so I just went, well, I'll turn around in front of them then. So you thought in Bundaberg, green is go, red is stop and amber's have a go. <laughs> have yeah. a go, mate. Get uh, stop come on. on. Up there, oranges <laughs> for ginger beer. Bundaberg ginger beer. Yes. Yeah. I went to school across the road from Bundaberg ginger beer factory. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. becoming more interesting <laughs> by the moment. Let's keep asking me questions. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Harley Brain in with us. Mardo, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. There's an enormous wheelbarrow behind you, sir. It's Didn't not know a- what you were going to say then. Turn around and get the shock of my life. Mardo's just there. He's just clocked off already. Hands up. <laughs> That is, um, that's going in my car, I've got to tell you. There's a big, there's no, a big wheelbarrow no, full no, of prizes. No, no. And that is going straight in the land. No, what did you think? Oh, here's um, your Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for all of your yeah. hard work on yeah. the show this year. Yeah, thank you. No. Thanks for inviting me to lunch. That was great to be <laughs> oh, a part of the team. Did God, you hear about it? Good. Don't worry, there was no lunch. Yeah, it was shambolic. We got a slider each. Did you? Yeah. Oh, a couple a, of chippies. Love a slider. Good Do you view. remember, Harley, when the radio oh. business lunches used to go for like yes. 18 hours? Yeah. Doesn't happen anymore. You know, I've got a great uh, story I... that I wasn't uh, coming here to talk about, about oh, the great okay. Merrick Watts, who um, yeah. got to number one on a rival radio station years ago. Yeah. What are you showing me there, Marta? That was anyway. Dan and Marto's lunch yesterday. Oh, that was good. What's... And um, <laughs> anyway, audio medium, remember? Just oh, the God. girls in the bikinis oh. by the pool. Were they there? Yeah. It's really thrown me, to be honest with you. You didn't notice them, did you? I didn't notice them. Can you that put is, that phone down? I, that is right up One of them bar. might that have is, a job here next year. Did you get consent for that photo? <laughs> that is, she said, I want a job in radio. I said, well, if you wear that to the interview, you'll definitely get it. <laughs> How are you going to get that bikini? <laughs> Try to relax your anus. Yes, I've got it. one just like that. No one can see Mankini. No. i tell you what happens when a man like me wears a G-string. What happens? That after the course of, over the course of the day, <laughs> the uh, the hair and the G-string <laughs> combine. Oh, together. Like a dreddy. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, give yourself a Brazilian. <laughs> 
great. Well, um, try to relax your anus. <laughs> Mine's always relaxed. Um, Merrick Watts. Merrick Watts. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He used the company card to take a helicopter to a bar oh, in the what? snowy mountains, which what? is pretty funny. Yeah. Wait, recently? No, no, years ago. Oh. They were at their peak in and Sydney. That, you know, that's, oh, that's okay. when radio that's was proper. good, when you could just jump in a helicopter on the boss's credit oh, card. Geez. I don't think it went well. Anyway, um, I've been trying to get some content out of my children by doing, th- of all things, going to school excursions. And um, you know what? Nothing happened. I went to a speech night as well. Oh, um, oh no. What is the school excursion these days? Well, my, so my six-year-old goes every Wednesday to Nature Day. Oh, that's right. You were telling yeah. us about this. What and do they do at Nature Day? Well, they just wander around and... Uh, barefoot? Yeah, barefoot. What's your role in Play Nature with the Day? soil? Having arguments with other people's children is oh. what, it, what it turned out to be. Oh, because you know how your own children mm. um, are the devil's spawn, and um, some days if you if they went missing, you'd, you'd wait a few hours before you called the SES. Well, other people's children are uh, worse than that. Yeah. Because um, well, oh. you can't hit them. I mean, you're not yeah. even allowed to hit your own. And um, so they reckon. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I've, I was stared down by a six-year-old oh. to, with a gentle persuasion to give something back that wasn't hers, and um, she scared me. <laughs> She genuinely wow. scared me. Yeah, so I lost her in the mangroves. Yeah. Kids are savages. <laughs> Crab pot. <laughs> well, there you go. I also went to, a, yeah, a, a speech. It was a presentation night by the high schoolers and, and my big fellas in high school oh, at this. Boring. Um, yeah. They go for hours. Because, because your kid, right, you're going to sit there and, and make watch. them think that you care and watch them and stay attentive. But then oh. you've got to sit through everybody yeah. else's. Your kid's like 30 seconds, yeah. and then there's hours of other kids. Do you know what I reckon would make it better is if they if they had a smoking lounge and, and um, some beers on, you know? so like you could sit And just live yeah. stream it, oh. watch sit it on the, the TV. And, and heckling I, is encouraged. I've got to say, I know some of the parents that go to the school listen to this. All your children are wonderful, and um, I loved <laughs> the experience. You should hear what he says off air. Literally, <laughs> all, all of the um, high school kids that were presenting what their, their yearly um, project was, so yeah. they have a whole year project oh, that they were working on. Oh, no. They were great. Some of them a bit nervous, but they were great. Then my kid gets up to talk, and up until that, it had been a f- fair amount of nerves. And he got up with the swagger of a guy that might have been watching his dad perform comedy oh, for oh, okay. over a decade. And um, look, I should have been proud, but he was busting jokes, throwing teachers under the bus, oh, good, wow. talking was... about nearly dying on school camp. Good gear though, getting Mate, he, was, he was ripping the room apart. Well, He's yeah. expelled, yeah. but yeah. great yeah. comedy work. Yeah. <laughs> what did he finish with? A high? What did he get out on a laugh? He did get out on a laugh. Did it then go to traffic and news? Yeah, he he was bagging (laughs) it. He's he's ran a tight rope, I can tell you that. He he got the promo away as well. well Gave it a plug. Speaking of, I'll give myself a plug. So great great to have been with you guys for uh, three years. I'm not sure if I'm coming back next year. If the boss is listening, God, I need to buy a house. But (laughs) if you want to hear more of this idiot, I'm doing summer breakfast. Starting next Monday for two weeks on this wonderful network. Network all around the country with Candace Warner and Tom Tilly and me. Just for, for the Brisbane listener, I, I guarantee you I'll be throwing out stories that I've done on this show for the Beautiful. last oh, three so years. You get some repeat gear. <laughs> oh, That's okay. Absolutely. All right. At some stages, I'll talk, be talking about I've only got three kids. <sighs> and then miraculously, I'll have four again. <laughs> That'd be great. Well done, Harley. We've loved your work, brother. Lovely, Love being mate. here. Very have nice. a great Christmas. Keep you the too. seat warm. Whose seat are you going to sit in? Dan's, Marto's, or oh, you mine? Doing, you're coming in here each night? Yeah, unfortunately, for the second week, I will be coming out of here, which means uh, I'm up very early because for some reason Queenslanders are still trying to figure out the science behind daylight saving. So, are you going to um, wear the mankini in when you can? Try to relax your anus. Absolutely. <laughs> You're an idiot. Motto, Mago and Dan on Triple M.
What am I holding in my hand? A Yeti with Margo. A Yeti with Margo on it. A beautiful present from you and Kath. Thank mm. you so very Merry much. Merry Christmas. It, I have been searching for one of these. This is the Stanley. Uh, it's pink and it's unavailable. Do they have names Everywhere of the, the styles? Yes. It's a big. I've been trying to get one forever, but then, anyway. Uh, yesterday, because it's Christmas time and we're going on holidays, we celebrated with our little team Christmas drinks. I think it was supposed to be lunch, but it ended up just being drinks and a bit of calamari and some hot chippies. What Not much money in radio anymore. No, I think but... Kyle and Jackie have stolen all the money from radio. <laughs> There's none for us. What a venue. We were at there. It was oh, beautiful. Lena, was Lena. Lena Rooftop Bar at South Brisbane. Incredible in views of the city. They what? put on. Like, there was a swimming oh. pool there, and I'm just trying to have a drink. And Dan's showing me, There's girls over there. Yeah, I'm going, there. What? I didn't even notice. I was looking at the beautiful skyline no, of no, Brisbane. Was, what a great but place. But there was some maybe influences in the pool, taking videos and Photos of each other not wearing a lot. Wow! What do you clothes. tell me? What do you tell me? I got a photo of them. I'll show you later. <laughs> oh, no, <man. laughs> uh, but yeah, good. we were there. It was put on by uh, put on by the venue and by our work here. Uh, but you know, like I'm not a house wine kind of gal, and that was what the option was: a house wine or, or tap beer. And I said to the gentleman, um, "Make it a margarita." And I was standing next to uh, Lisa Jones from the Rush Hour, and I said, "Do you want a margarita, babe?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to do it." So I said, "My shout, I'll get two margaritas, thank you." Margarita, margaritas. We're going to uh, bring back ma- margaritas with Margot back. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Yeah. Uh, and there we are, standing, chatting, la la la, waiting for him to mix up. Shaky, shaky, shake, 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 shake. Pours it over ice, um, salts the rim. You know, love a good salty rim. Mm. And uh, oh, that'd be fifty dollars, thanks. And I was like, oh. swallowed my tongue, and I was like, Jesus Christ, twenty five dollars. <laughs> Okay, now we need it. Um, to relax your anus. <laughs> wow. I was like, no, 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 babe. She she offered to pay. And I said, no, 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 no. And you know how it becomes a thing uh, when you're standing there and everybody wants to pay and you're trying to fight to get your tap on the tapper first. Mm. And I said, no, 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 please, please, let me get this one. She goes, okay, well, I'll get the next one. And I was, all right. I was like, all right, you get the next one. And I went to pay. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry, that's declined. Oh, that moment. And I was like, oh, What's Corey been up to? And because I have no access to our accounts yeah, at the moment, I just stand there and message Corey and uh, said, get some pocket money. <laughs> Can you please put some money? And Lisa was like, really, it's okay, I'm happy to pay. And I'm oh, like, no, so it's fine, I'll be paying for it. Just give me a minute. And the guy's going, uh, ma'am, your card didn't work. You'll just have to do it. I'm like, yeah, can you just give me a second? And there oh. I was. And I, I turned to Lisa and I was like, you might need to get this one. Did the guy start to grab the margaritas and drag them back towards the barman? Oh, oh, now your setup is you Corey, have a, I need money now. Oh. You have a debit card. Because he hadn't read it the first time. He doesn't give you a credit card. No. You have a debit card, right? Little that, debit that card. he loads pocket money onto. Because I can't yeah. be trusted. <laughs> this, well, is why. this is why. This is why. Anyway, Margot got here from the rooftop at oh. about 5 a.m. after 68 margaritas. How embarrassing. Corey, good luck with that bill today, bro. Jesus. Good venue, though. My you, shout. You'll never be back. Though. Oh, Lena was excellent. <laughs> was excellent. <laughs> They'll be chasing her down with a debt collector soon. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know, Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Hey, uh, one of the more amazing pieces of vision that was going around yesterday was that bus, that school bus down in Casino, just, north, just over the border from uh, in New South Wales. The bus that ran away. There's been no explanation on where the driver of the bus was. Wicked. Rolled down a hill, was heading towards a servo station, and one of the little girls on the bus, a 14-year-old, she said no one else was doing anything. She had to step, run forward to the driver's seat. She steered it away from the petrol bowser so it didn't just plough straight into the um, the fuel station. Steered it around, slammed her feet on the brakes. Incredible. What an amazing little girl. 
everyone was freaking out, like, oh, what do you do? And no one was doing anything to stop the bus. Uh, and oh. she did. No, was... I love that she's the good one. She rushes forward when the trouble happens. Yeah. Did you see the, the vision? I mean, I don't know what was going on inside the bus, but what was going on outside the bus? The bloke. The bloke trying to hold on for dear life to I, the windscreen. I reckon he must have been the driver, I wonder. And there's been no explanation whether one of the kids, the driver hopped out, might have pushed the... He might not put a breakdown properly. I don't know anything, Marto, but I can tell you with certainty there will be a boy who's 14, I'm guessing, named yeah. Jaden. Yeah, he's involved. He's somehow. involved. He was Whereas sitting up the very the back. The driver might have bum rushed Jaden off Thank the bus you. and was out for a second, and Jaden just on the way Hit flicked the, the handbrake or something. No there vaping other. on the bus, Jaden. Yeah. Get on. All right, let's get off Jaden for a second <laughs> because. This was this girl, so she told where she learned how to drive. So shout out to my uncle Rod. He came down the other day with his ute and we drove around the paddock a couple of times, but that's the only time I have driven a car. Thank God for Uncle, Uncle Rod. Rod. I reckon they call him Hot Rod. <laughs> Comes around with a ute. What about Rock and Rod? Yeah. <laughs> Who got all his nieces out to the paddock and just driving it's around. A bit of bush bashing. All right. So I then talked to Kath. This is the reason I bring it up. Ring when you can. One triple three five three. That first time you drove. Kath's was. She wanted. She was sixteen. Sixteen. It took my wife to drive. Pushed her parents' car out of the driveway so they didn't hear it. They were home. <laughs> stole virtually a car. Stole, stole it. Right. It down the hill with the boyfriend. Ferris Bueller stole, stole, yep. stole the parents' That was the car. first one. Mine was on a tractor when I was about 10 or 11. Uncle Terry let me drive it and I knocked over a $10,000 fruit. It was an apple tree. <laughs> Mine was an old land cruiser in the paddocks of Mullaney, uh, my aunt's Perfect. farm, feeding the horses out in the paddock. It was a stick shift. I had to learn how to drive a manual. Anything go then wrong? Then and there on the spot. I want the, I want the when you drove first and because the, there's normally something bad happened at the end. It was 14. Uh, I may or may not have accidentally flicked someone off the back of the tray while they were trying to feed the horses. Well done. Don't, Yours? Don't. You know mine. Yes, come I, on, I quickly. Was, you was, were young. I was five. My brother was three. Oh. Dad's vintage alpha. Sat Oops. on the handbrake, rolled it down the hill, hit a tree, and underneath the tree, Margot, was a ravine and a house. We would have gone through the roof. Oh. 30000 bucks worth of damage. And they just filled out the insurance form. Was the mm. driver on drugs? Maybe baby Panadol? <laughs> <laughs> Craig from Mackenzie, where, where, how old and where did you learn to drive? I was 10 years old and my old man threw me behind the wheel of a Mack um, truck, semi-trailer. <laughs> semi-trailer. Here, son, just hop in this semi-trailer. Yeah, give her a go. I'll see you in, see in well, Perth. Um, well, I, 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 could touch the, I could touch the pedals and I knew how to change the gears. I figured I'd be right. Anyway, he said to me, whatever you do, don't panic. Anyway, we drove along, went down the hill, went to go up the next hill, went to change down the gear, I missed it. Went to change down the next gear, I missed it. I panicked. And then all of a sudden I'm stopped in the middle of a hill on a very, very busy highway at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And um, I got ripped out of that seat so fast, I don't think my, my head, my... <laughs> Head's oh, you know, oh, okay. Oh, my that, spun, yeah. At least Dad was in the truck. I thought you might have to ring him and say, Dad, I, I'll need you to come out. <laughs> we'll get a helicopter and come and sort this out. Oh, Helen in Brighton, good morning. Hey, Margo, how are you? I'm good, babe. How are you? Not too bad. Did you like have you. a moment where you were young and had to drive for the first time? Um, learning to drive, Margot, like you, uh, from the country, stick shift, old Holden, yeah. um, you know, clutch and everything. And we used to hoon around on my sister's property and, you know, go up the hill as uh, go at a ton so you didn't stall it and have to do a hill start. <laughs> yes. And we do, and we're doing a, doing the hooning around and um, come afternoon, evening, my sister says, where's the cat? Oh. 
the cat. Oh, where's the, this this where story is, the cat, is about Helen? to take a turn, I believe. <laughs> where was the cat, the Helen? Cat? <laughs> Helen? Um, not sure. Somewhere so around. I'd say all my, all my hooning around may have oh. um, had some consequences. Saying on, the cat was in to begin with, in the car somewhere, and you've hooned the no, cat out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Dan. I think it ended up under the wheel. Oh, Helen. Oh, oh, Daisy. Helen. We oh, love guys, cats Guys, remember, we're, we're, really... we're not the cat network. We're it's all right. Helen, you know, Lucky we're the dog network, uh, Helen. You need to cat responsibly, Helen. <laughs> oh, First time you drive and what went wrong. Greg from Winnip. Yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, Marta, you're going to love this one. 16 years old on Morton Island. Oh. Um, sober? Well, oh. I'd had a couple of, maybe a couple. I was 16. I didn't have many. Is right. it because you so were driving old... your dad home or your parents or something or were you over there with a bunch of mates, Greg? I was over there with me older brother and all his mates, and they were all in their 20s, and me older brother decided that it was time for me to learn how to drive. Did he just? Like yes. the good older brother so, yeah. he is. So, <laughs> yeah, so everything was going all good. Yeah. So it was a manual. And um, um, Toyota, one of the old Toyota Hiluxes. Yeah, right on with, with you. With the canopy and the whole lot. Yeah. And, yeah, so I'm coming up over the hill and... Didn't know that, um, yeah, you're not supposed to ride the clutch as you come up over the hill. And oh I got stuck and kept going and kept going and straight into a tree. Oops, yeah. a daisy. All oh, right. That'll happen. Um, what, 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 how did the brother go with all this? Well, my brother wasn't even in his car, actually. He oh. was in the car behind. Now, I'm going to teach you how to drive, but I'm yeah, not going to be in it. Be <laughs> Good luck. Off chance. you go. <laughs> so I'll be sitting next to you. I think Greg's on Morton right now. Uh, Maybe had a couple of times. Have you been work, back and so. driven there since, Greg, and corrected the wrongs of the past? Well, I'm sitting on Flinders Beach on Stratty right now. Oh, oh, you hold on, Greg. <laughs> All right, hold on. There's our, uh, Greg, answer honestly. Have you had a beer today? Yes, because it's my birthday. Oh, oh no. Good on you, Greg. It's Happy birthday, Greg. Happy birthday, Greg. Feet in the sand, oh, cold man. beer in his hand. Oh, on Stratty, what a guy. Just after that, sixteen, drinking, driving. I do need to play the disclaimer you very, try. very quickly. Oh, I'm just shaking and my, my parents were churchies, and this happened in the land of Dan Nambor. And they were in church. I had to go. I'm not a big churchy, but yeah. I, I had to get out. So I thought, okay, I'll take Dad's car for a drive while they're in church. It was a 1971 Toyota Corolla. It was automatic, piece oh, of cake. Yeah. Drove it out of the car park and went for a bit of a spin. Yeah. Everything was going swimmingly until I came back, and the car park that it it had gone. So the car park was full and I had to park it like down the street. Somewhere different. So- <laughs> <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Countdown continues the Sunday afternoon. So it's 1pm it'll start. I think the actual first bounce is at 1.30. Lions in North Melbourne. Been hearing about it all week. And one of the greats of the Brisbane Lions team, Cathy Spark. Hello and welcome. Hello, guys. How are we going? Mardo, just to take everyone behind the curtains, you just said, tell Kathy it's Hilary Martin's dad. What is the personal connection here, Kathy? Are you aware of who Greg no, she wouldn't know who Martin I am. is? <laughs> 
Well, I know Hillary better yeah. than her father. You know him <laughs> as Hillary's dad, Kathy. I used to yeah, sit there it. quietly watching while Hillary, Hillary. If you're wondering what happened to Hillary, she does real estate. She has to work Saturdays now, but she loved the time. <laughs> uh, Kathy, I remember the time you guys, you know, the gorillas played out at University of Queensland against those girls, and Dakota yeah. Davidson almost killed my daughter. <laughs> she is a weapon. Is she going to be okay? She is a weapon, definitely. Um, yeah, well, we're hoping, you know, everything goes well this week and she can pull through. And she got a few tests to sort of get through first, but she's been cleared of anything um, sort of serious. So, you know, if she pushes through training, I'm, I'm sure she'll be back on the field this week, hopefully. Let's talk about another one of your teammates who we often get here on the show. We love talking to Belle Dawes. Is she on her regular routine of eight litres of caffeine per day to get... I think we- as a team, like, all have to lift up at moments and I saw when my moment was and I'm like, we're not losing this game and then when I would drop off... How do you understand her? Like, she is a pocket rocket, <laughs> Kathy. Is she always just high and full of energy? She is, honestly. Like, it's funny because we, we're in the midfield together with Ali and I know whenever anyone comes into the midfield, they're like, what is going on? Because it just goes <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, it's all good. Just, <laughs> just roll with it. But communication is so important and she does communicate. Yeah. She certainly does. Yeah, you're lucky you've only got one of her. This is what it would sound like if you had multiple bell doors on the team. I think we've had the season like that, do you know what I mean? It's just nothing to turn like all Kathy has to put up with this in training and during the game. Doesn't need it. Hey, Kathy, a big one for you guys this weekend. You know, this is your third appearance in a row. One, one, loss, one. Does it take a loss to win again? What do they say? I don't know what you say. Win one to lose one. Lose one to win one or something like that. I think taking, I've sort of t- definitely taken a lot from last year's grand final loss and even in, in knowing how to like mentally get through if the game's not going the way that you want and how to sort of manage that and, you know, managing the nerves of the week and that sort of a thing. So I feel like this, this week we're sort of all just prepping as we normally do and there was quite a lot of hype last year. So I think we sort of keeping a little bit more low key and just, Good one. you know, focusing on our process and all that type of stuff. So yeah, we're all obviously... So excited. Kathy, can I just ask on behalf of all the young girls listening, I think there's three, how did you get into AFL? Because you're a netballer. How did you? How did it find Did it find you or you found it? I just rocked up to <laughs> Wilston Grange. Did you really? Ago, I um, moved up to Brisbane. Yeah. The reason I found what he was, I actually saw Ruby and my sister and I, we both were watching it on telly. I think it might have been a VFL final. We were like, God, we need to play footy. Like, you know, it's all up and coming. This was probably six years ago. Yeah. Um, and I actually then moved up to Brisbane at that time and it was more of a, let's give it a bit of a go. But you'd never kicked the, you'd go. never kicked the footy at that stage? Oh, I mean, I kicked a footy around. Like, back home, it was like footy netball clubs. Um, but obviously the guys and I was playing footy. Yeah. And so I'd had a kick with them. Couldn't say my kick is great. <laughs> but, yeah, I went down to Wilson Grange and, um, yeah, they welcomed me in pretty quickly and, you know, had to, to learn the game pretty quickly. But I think I was quite sort of athletic anyway, so that sort of knock my foot in there. Sure were. <laughs> Kathy Svark, I'm looking forward to the Kangaroos getting Svarked this weekend. Oh, that's rude. 7-7 <laughs> plus Foxtel KO, 1pm daylight time on Sunday. So that'll be midday here in Brizzy. The 2023 NAB AFLW Grand Final. Go do what the lads couldn't do, Kathy. Get the job done. Yeah, we'll do it for Queensland, hey? That's Someone's going to win the Twitter at finals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe you can put a bit of that physio work that you've had before. You know, she's a physio. Oh, yeah, physio. She's a physio. She needs to 
get it into decoder and get her ready. Oh, there you go. As the, music, well. the music's run out. Finished. Bye, 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 Kathy. Let's rub her tendons. Triple M. Triple M breakfast. Heard a new term coming out of the real estate industry yesterday. Be uh, interested for anyone who's in into their home ownership or maybe looking to get into the market. Bridesmaid suburb here Ooh. in Brisbane. Have you ever heard of a bridesmaid suburb? No. It's a suburb next to a suburb that's gone really well, gone up in price, and it hasn't really increased. Ooh. Like it's right next to next it. Next suburb over. Offers all the same livability and options, etc. but it's not as expensive. In some cases, half a million dollars cheaper. Wow. All right, I'll give you one, and I used to live uh, near this suburb, and I've actually most of my life I've lived near this suburb, and I've it's the first bridesmaid they brought up. Stafford, where the median house price is significantly cheaper than Grange, Bang. despite only being a stone's throw away. With me? You know right. what I'm saying? Just to make everyone feel good, you might have other suggestions. And then they went on. I went, oh, because I don't know. Yeah, out near Runcorn they start to talk about it. I go, oh, I didn't realise that's any different to any of the suburbs around it. Here's for everybody, the bridesmaid suburbs. Other bridesmaid suburbs include Cannon Hill next to Seven Hills, mm. Wakerley's in the shadow of Gumdale, Runcorn's a fraction of the price of Eight Mile Plains, and the average home in Gracefield's much cheaper than Shelmar. Mm. That's because Gracefield goes underwater uh, for every six, yeah, six years or so. Mm. <laughs> that's the bridesmaid for you. Oh, well. Triple M Breakfast is emptying Santa's sack all over Brisbane. Oh, my God! Santa here? Guess the Christmas movie and win a sack load. Boom! Just kick Santa in the testicles. It is full to the brim. It is just overflowing everywhere. All over the floor here in the studio, Mark. I'll mop it up. It's okay. There's a wheelbarrow in poor old Santa's sack. There's a A 10-person tent. I don't know if there are men in it. There's Golf a, Central. There's a Wahoo hammock. Oh. <laughs> there's a ham from Super Butcher. Jameis, in mouth of that, you're going to kick off the movie guessing game. Am I saying your name correctly? It's written as Jameis. Yep, that's right. It's as like in Jameis. rhymes with. Rhymes with. Trying to relax your anus. Jameis. Trying to relax your Jameis. Is that right? Yep, that's it. How do you spell it? Is it J A Y M M I S? Like literally Seamus and Jaden? No, not J-E-A. Yeah. Oh, Good cut job. out. Amazing. Okay, Maybe. so what's going to happen here Let's is get back we are going to read you our clues, Jameis. Well, you'll get one. You'll get singular clue. Have a guess at the film. If you don't get it, we'll move on to Brett. Brett gets another clue. If he doesn't get it, we move on to Jackie. New clue. Hit, num- on. hit number one, Jameis. This Christmas movie was released in 2003. Oh, vague. Yeah, it's hard. 20 years ago. Any idea, Jameis? <laughs> Reindeer Games? No, no, not Reindeer Games. Good guess, What's though. What's that movie like? Is it a lights movie? No, it, no, no Reindeer Games. Gear? No, Reindeer Games is Ben Affleck. That's got guns hit, and stuff. Hit number two. Oh, people dying at yeah. Christmas. Brett in Eaton's Hill. Hello. Hello. Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson and Bill Murray were all considered for the role of Santa for this movie. But they didn't do it. But they didn't get it. Okay. Oh, that's so well. That's a bad Santa, maybe. Oh my Holy God! Holy yes, Two clues. Oh, in. Dear. How 
did you know that, Brett? In Eaton's Hill. Oh, that was a fair guess. That was a wonderful guess. It features a child getting bullied by teenage skateboarders for believing in Santa. A sequel was released, oh. but it was a flop at the box office. I've never seen this movie. Santa is best described as a drunken, chain-smoking, dirty-minded, incontinent and foul-mouthed Santa. Marto, it sounds this... a bit like me. Yeah. <laughs> there is no greater movie that has your name written all over it, Marto. And Margot, oh, Corey as well. It is... Brett. So inappropriate, hilarious. Marto also could have been considered for the role of what? Santa, but Billy Bob Thornton was the lead character. Is that Angelina Jolie's old squeeze? Yeah, the, right, the eh? skinny one with the tattoos and mm. the smoking. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. And Brett, oh, Brett. come on in and pick yourself up a wheelbarrow worth about Woo-hoo. three thousand bucks worth of kid in it, mate. Nice. I need a tent. I mean, I'm disappointed oh. we didn't get to the last clue. It what? rhymes with sad banter. <laughs> Is that what the clue Sad was? Bento, I think you would have got it by then. Brett, what do you need to take? Oh, oh. oh no, oh, too late. Sorry. Go on. See ya. Sorry. Bye, that's Brett. A, that's all right.